Greetings, traveler. I know it may be tempting not to heed warnings that are telling you to turn back now, but this one you may want to pay attention to if you're sensitive to things like foul language as well as depictions of fantasy violence and death in a fantasy setting because those things will be heavily talked about in this upcoming episode. With that being said, this is your one and only warning to turn back now. If you stuck around this long, enjoy the show. God, I hate that lady. Alright, so... Taryn's probably gonna do the noise this episode, isn't he? Oh god, he better not. Oh, you mean like that that uh, noise? Yeah, that noise. That I'm noise kill him. that he does all the time. Um, that even happened. We've told him not to do it. Well, it had remember we were at Animaticon in mm. Cincinnati mm. uh last summer mm-hmm. and we were waiting in line for an event. And because, you know, there was nothing to do. We were just standing in line and we didn't want to lose our spots. I was just like staring at Taryn to like Mm -hmm. try to make him feel uncomfortable because it was like, you know, haha, funny joke. I'm just staring at you. And after like a good 30 seconds, that's just what he decided to do (laughs) in response response. was make that noise. And now that's all he does. I swear he's his final word on his tombstone is going to be that noise. It's it's Um, become like a it's become like a nervous tick. Well, because he does it at your dog sometimes, Levi. <laughs> yeah, he did too. It's a... that was so bad. I don't... That was so stupid that he Bro. did it to Bindi when she tried to eat his pizza. We're gonna get Taryn blacklisted at at a young age. Yes, we are. No, Taryn's gonna get Taryn blacklisted uh... at a young age. So yeah, the origin like, of yeah. the Taryn noise is a fear response that just stuck. <laughs> yep, and uh, and that's that's your explanation. Mm-hmm. Audio listeners love you to death, so that if it happens, you have some context. Yes, it is. That that's just one of the many noises of Terran. Mm-hmm. And he should be here any second now. Just waiting for him to walk through the door. Audio jungle. so much better off script than on script <laughs> we are we are okay hey everybody welcome to the nat one podcast aka nope because nope you're not gonna want to hear what we're gonna have to say i'm produce it i'm levi i'm jordan and joining us today is a special guest my kid brother taryn taryn hi, hi taryn hello taryn oh. welcome to the nat one podcast yeah. Is, is this not the most exhilarating moment of your life? Oh, absolutely. Being on one of the most, if not the most popular podcast on the internet at the yeah. moment. Yeah, yeah. I wish. 20 views. Boom. 20 views. Hell yeah. 26. Oh, 26. Oh my gosh. So yeah, we've uh, mentioned before what we wanted to do if Taryn came on the show. I think in the mm-hmm. very first episode, we talked mm-hmm. about what we might have wanted to do if Taryn came onto the show and Taryn's on the show now. So I think Pertusit has the actual whole structure written down. Yeah. So why don't we just get right into it? This will be a little bit more of a D&D episode because yeah. we're going to go through the life and times of the many Terrans. Yeah. Just before we do though, for context for the listeners, uh, I know we don't really do screen record or anything, but we all three are your normal co-hosts have our face cams, webcams on. Taryn's just a picture of, of uh, I, I've actually forgotten the thing's Grimace. original name. Grimace. Grimace. The McDonald's mascot. <laughs> yes, He's but, not the McDonald's mascot. And the name for Taryn, it's, it's Gimmis. Taryn's name is Gimmis no, in our call. You're not saying it correctly. It's Gimache. <laughs> anyway, D&D. D&D so. Beyond. D&D Beyond. We are not sponsored. B&B We're not sponsored. B&B Dion does sponsor us. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> For further context, so the reason that we are focusing so intently on Taryn's many characters is because Taryn, out of our entire group, has had the most characters out of the entire time that we've been playing Dungeons and Dragons mm-hmm. because this boy has the worst luck when it comes to keeping characters alive and he has died more times than everyone at the table combined. Yeah. Has there mm-hmm. actually been, now that I think about it, uh, has there actually been another total player character death that was not Terran? 
Anna had a couple. Anna had a couple. That's true. Yeah, mm-hmm. Anna had a couple. Mm-hmm. But anyone else? I'm trying to think. Well, like, we had characters that retired, but we didn't have... We, uh, TJ lost head. one. Oh, yeah, that was really recent. That's yeah, why I'm not thinking about it. Oh, but that was intentional. Um, Darkness was intentional. Uh, uh, yeah. Aaron did. Aaron lost a few. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hi, Aaron. Uh, well, the two that I think you lost one at one point. Oh, yeah, because you did. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yes, I, I okay. Okay. It's uh, so all what, back what now. You're yes, saying, there have been. There have been other character is, deaths. <laughs> I win D&D is what you're saying. Whoa. Yes. But, yeah, let's get started. Let's get on. Yeah. Let's get back onto the correct rail. All right, Darren. We've memed a lot about you and your characters, your luck, and your <laughs> interesting Still... decision-making. Stillness uh, <laughs> of mind. Yeah. Uh, we're going to open with your first character chronologically, starting from Vivia 1. Yeah. So tell us, that name is... your character and how you came about this character and like what you were thinking when you made him. Uh, ju- yeah. Just to preface before we get into it, there are three campaigns yeah. that we've played. Two of them are called Vivia. They are the campaigns I have run. And then there's Olympus, which is the campaign Pertusit is running. So this is the first Vivia campaign. Yeah. The one with no rules. The one where we didn't play with rules yet because we didn't own rule books. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, first campaign that we ever played, nobody knew what we were doing. So I decided I was going to play a rogue named Galahad. Who was Wait, also he was a rogue? Oh, he I was a yes, rogue. I think all of us just had the same reaction of yeah. he was a rogue. <laughs> it was a rogue lycanthrope, which is important. Yeah. <laughs> so I very, thought he was very... a ranger. <laughs> that was the second one. I thought he was a fighter. Oh, okay. I thought he was a sorcerer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, I think I was that creative at my first one. <laughs> Continue. Uh, Taryn, did you have like any RP thing in mind? Like, did you base this off of anything? I know later on you had some. No. Like, no? <laughs> okay. I, but basically, the way that I came up with this character is five minutes before we were going to leave for Levi's house, I looked through our dad's third edition handbook and just picked a random class and ran with it okay. fair enough I, a lot of uh we had some interesting first characters that's what i did as well that's oh. this was also the campaign that some of us we weren't playing with rule books but some of us knew enough from various things <laughs> to know generally what was going on so me and taryn played in three a weird combination of three 3.5 and pathfinder while everybody else was playing 5e yeah but yeah. still with no rules uh, yeah, and both of us were using a Pathfinder character sheet app. Yeah. So before anyone jumps to try and think about the, my first character's name, because I still cringe from that infinitely, Taryn, what was your intentions with Galahad as you went along, as you were playing him? What What were you intending for his path? Did we, See, did we say that is, his name was Galahad? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. okay. But the thing with that is, is that I didn't have any intentions because of how quickly he died. <laughs> 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 all right well god dang <laughs> there, if there's a good as time as any Taryn, why don't you enlighten us all what happened to poor galahad it must have been tragic okay. rest in peace so, for context we were playing with i think it was homebrew like rules yes mm-hmm. correct me if i'm wrong yeah so one of horrible, the things that i could, yes homebrew like rules <laughs> so one of the things that i could do was i could turn into a werewolf but i would have to make a d20 roll and on a one it does a bunch of damage to me that that is very important context for later we were coming out of a tunnel in i don't even remember where it was it was okay there was a place in my homebrew world which is my basis for it was what if it was venice but japanese culture so it was a giant floating city on the ocean, basically, that was like Venice, but it was all Asian-inspired culture stuff. And it was called Lycania uh, because it was a place where a beast, all the beast folk races in D&D, like the Tabaxi and the Minotaurs and all that, they all lived together in one nation there. So it was called Lycania. It was named after lycanthropy. Yeah. Yeah, so, so the party was coming out of a sewer. 
and we had just gotten done being chased by some people. I don't remember exactly why, but mm. we were coming out of a sewer and we got to this river that we had to cross to get into the city. Everybody else crossed it perfectly fine. Then it got to my turn to cross the river. I rolled, I think it was two nat ones in a row, almost drowned, but survived afterwards. If got, I remember correctly, yeah. it was everyone made athletics checks and everyone passed except for you. Yeah. You got like halfway over, were floundering, yeah. began and then, sinking. And, and then, then when you, you set made, a timer. <laughs> yes. When you made the other check to see if you could finish and get through while basically being half underwater, you failed. So I made your foot get stuck in like the riverbed. You got like yeah. stuck in mud in yeah. the riverbed. Someone had to pull you out and I don't remember who it was. I think it was I, Anna's character. It probably yeah, was. Probably. So so I got over to the other side. I was already half dead, like ve- pretty close to death. Then we heard some guards coming. We heard somebody coming. They so, were like they were at like the edge of a um oh what's the word I'm looking for? It's like it's like when you got a river, but you got like two little short walls at mm-hmm. the top of the river and you go up over that wall and into like actual city. That's that's what it was. They were at like this short little wall before the actual foundation of the city and they had just climbed up it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we heard some people coming and we we had already been like wanted by guards. That's why we were coming out of the sewer. They had just broken out so, of prison. Well, they had broken someone out of prison. Mm -hmm. So I thought that it would be a good idea for me to transform into a werewolf so that I would fit in and they wouldn't see my face. Rolled in that one on that D20 check. (laughs) Was was already at like half health. I was already at like half health. I think I rolled another nat one after that to see what the effect would be. The con saving three, yeah. Yeah. And I I literally just had a stroke and died. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, there it is. Oh, and then yeah. we can't forget what happened afterwards is my character forgot that we were being pursued by guards and yelled on top of the wall, hey guys, what are we going to do with the dead body? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then antics ensued. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I gotta say, I was waiting for you to finish out your part, Taryn, but there's a part you forgot. When you got pulled up out of the water, my character, the chaotic evil character, oh my god, saw that you were half yes. injured and was Mercy like, killing. "All right, I'm gonna kill him." And I went up to go cast inflict wounds, and I can't remember if I hit you or if everyone stopped me, because I, I think, think if I for that you, one, everyone you. stopped you. Yeah, because yeah, the the everybody healed as a cantrip was later. Oh my yeah, god. And th- th- this was one of those times where ever Fortunate's character had tried to kill me and didn't succeed. Yes. That's one, one of, of the, the times, times where it now, didn't now succeed. Do we want to give context for who Fortunate's character was? Oh, oh yes. Oh, we don't the, have to say his name, right? Uh, say the greatness. Name, <laughs> I've already said it once. We can yeah. say it and just not translate it so that people have to go find okay. out what it means on their own. But it's worse because it was mistranslated because it was before I really knew Japanese, so I said it wrong. <laughs> Don't tell them the language. Okay. Well, okay. We've I'm talked not before on the show. Some of us, we watch anime, we read manga. I am also a weeb. Weebs. And at like 2018, I was like at the peak of my weebdom. And uh, we were talking about doing a D&D campaign. And I was like, yeah, sick, sweet. I'm going to make an evil death cleric. Uh, I want their name to be cool, but I want anyone to know what it is. I know Japanese some. I'm going to name him. Uh, I was trying to go for Shinigami, which in Japanese is like Reaper of sorts or Death God. But I wanted to just like fit the D&D world. So I named him Shinegami. Shine for his sure. First name, his first name was Shine. Mm-hmm. And his last name was Gami. Yeah. Uh, I just really had fun with him. And anytime I had some, a chance to do something pretty evil, I just took it. So when Turn was almost dead, I was like, you know, it'd be funny. <laughs> Yeah. If I killed him, <laughs> and that, that's where the mercy killing rule came His in because every single time, killing. yeah, every single time that anybody's character got low, instead of healing them, the cleric would try to mercy kill them. But it's here's mercy. the thing: here's the thing. Nobody else got under 
half health enough. It was to have always this me. Rule inflicted on them other than Taryn. Yeah. And yeah. it wasn't just this character. It, no. <laughs> well, no, we'll continue with that. Don't okay. explain yeah. that yeah. part. We'll, yeah. Yeah. we'll get into that. Yeah. So the rest of us, w- when we first started, what were your guys' thoughts upon Galahad with Taryn's characters? What were you thinking when when this lad rogue apparently stepped through the door? So I don't actually remember my first take of any of the characters because that was when I was in, I was back at school because I was working for the summer. And so I mm. called in on Discord. Actually, I don't think it was Discord. I think it was like Facebook Messenger and voice chatted. And that was the beginning of the horrible, horrible hybrid in-person and online yeah. D&D that does not work and we do not recommend. Um, mm. So Mercury was there for the start of the campaign, but I do not remember a lot of the first session because I couldn't hear it. <laughs> I remember all of the first session. <laughs> I remember as DM mm-hmm. that I had high expectations for everyone because it was our first time playing D&D together and I was really excited. Mm-hmm. And now after DMing this group for about three, <laughs> three years, <laughs> I can confidently tell you, oh, I was not prepared. <laughs> uh, I remember when that was going on and in truth, Taryn and I had not interacted too much at that. So when he came in and he was like, yeah, I'm playing a lycanthrope, I was like, uh, how to tell me you're a furry without telling me you're a furry? And like, I just kind of judged him. And I was like, this guy, he's got a lame name. He's got a lame race. I don't think he's going to be very cool. This is a secret I never told any of you. I mercy killed him on purpose. No, no. <laughs> yes. Yes. No, as time went on, I was like, yeah, I don't care. We're having fun. He's having fun. But at first, I was like, really? Lycanthrope? You're not going to be a cool dark elf like me? (laughs) (laughs) Before we realized what drow were. (laughs) Yeah. So that about sums up the life of Galahad, I think. Do we have any other comments about Galahad? It was two sessions about... (laughs) Was it two sessions? And we got well, through a bit. Actually, it, it, was it about, wasn't two sessions. Was the beginning of the game just felt very fast, I think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, it was three or four sessions, which yeah. surprisingly is not my quickest character. I, yeah. think it was just, <laughs> I think it was just how extremely abrupt the death was makes it yeah. feel so much yeah. faster. Well, and I also think it might have been because that back in those days, we were playing D&D like four times a week for yeah. 15 hours. Yeah. yeah. We, and so like we got through a pretty big chunk of that campaign that summer because we played almost every weekday. Yeah. And we would go from that was when we were starting in the morning. We would start from like 1030 yeah, and go till one, yeah. one in the morning. Uh, so now, now we're old. Now we're old. <laughs> Taryn, your next character. I remember this one well. Uh, because this is I probably my f- on killing this one. <laughs> yes, this is probably my second favorite character that I've ever played. All right, it was really right. fun because this one was based on an anime character from <laughs> actually one of my least favorite animes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Himiko from My Hero. Yeah, I, I had a character based on her, and it was Human Ranger. And I was playing a chaotic evil ranger that was supposed to be a serial killer. Mm. <laughs> oh God, that introduction was. Oh my God, the introduction was so stupid. <laughs> that, that was yeah. okay. Okay, that you, was you of... explain your point of view of the yeah. introduction. Yeah. So, so it was immediately after my first character death. I, I I think it got introduced the same session because I died at the beginning of the session, and I spent the rest of the session designing the character. And then I send it over to Levi. I think you're right. Yeah. So <laughs> later down the line, we got, they, they, the party got to this house and they had kidnapped somebody and this was their house. That's an explanation for later. No, Bryson, yeah, that, Bryson had kidnapped somebody. Yeah. Yeah. But that, that's the thing for later. <laughs> this is but, actually a very important plot point in the history of my homebrew world. <laughs> yes. But they had gotten to this guy's house mm-hmm. and they were, inside the house and my character i don't even remember the reason why she was there i just remember that she was there you had marked one of them as your next stalking target yeah that's what it was so i was standing out the outside of the house just staring at the door and then one of them 
notices me. I don't remember what the character was. It was Aaron. It was Aaron's was character. I don't remember playing, what character it was. I don't remember the name. Oh. But he was playing. Jameis. That was Jameis. Jameis. Yeah. That was when JoJo was really big at the time. Well, JoJo's still pretty big. But JoJo was like popping at the time. Yeah. It was in big motion and he was way into it. And he wanted a character that had a stand like in JoJo's yeah. Bizarre Adventure. And I was a little baby DM, so I was like, that sounds cool. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Don't do it, guys. <laughs> um, but, right. yeah, he was the watchdog. He was the protector that uh, was yeah. on watch and noticed you. Yeah. yeah. So he noticed me, comes outside, immediately tries to kill me. <laughs> yep. Me being a ranger. <laughs> I cast fog outside of the house, yep. and then I set a snare. He got caught in the snare, and I just left him there and walked inside the house. Yeah. <laughs> Unrelated to Taryn's character, he later got kidnapped because of this. That yes. is true. Yes. We, we got him. We rescued him. We, we got of. him back. Uh, so, anyway. Yeah, so... That was the beginnings of Himiko. Did you give her the same last name? I can't remember. I I've never given any of my characters last names. Taryn doesn't wow. do last names. I don't I, I don't do last that. names. Anyway. So now as this campaign went on, we know the fate of what happened to your character. But mm -hmm. tell us, what were you intending as this went on? Were, were you intending for Himiko to make it to the end? Did you have high lofty goals like you did with Shiro or not for this one? Not I was just having her survive and go about her business just doing fun chaotic evil things yeah. until <laughs> now until uh, we got to a specific point where my alignment got changed yeah it's <laughs> it's uh very interesting to note about the fact that like uh terrence character lasted through two of mine and it <laughs> yeah the first one of course was my evil cleric that that pretty much tried to adopt your character and it was like, ah, oh, come with yes. me, serve me. And we kind of worked. It kind of worked, you know? Until yeah, you tried, you tried to, you tried to mercy kill me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I tried <laughs> to mercy kill you because you were on low HP and you, and you deserved it. Let's yeah. be honest. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, that didn't work. And then there was the whole thing that happened later, which we'll probably find a session where we'll, or a D&D uh, <laughs> &D talk. We'll find a recording time. We'll talk about the actual events of campaign one, probably. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. That can be, that'll yeah. be a whole series. We'll do like a, yeah. Point is, yeah. my character died. New character yeah. came in. Well, I very... feel I feel like we should go over the mercy kill incident before we get to the actual death of Himiko. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, and it was still in the same city. Yeah. This was just a couple sessions after my yes. character got introduced. And one of the greatest things that I've ever done in a D&D campaign was I caused a massive like apocalyptic combat. <laughs> It just because I tried to session. steal something. It yeah, was it was great. a great session. So we broke into this woman's house. I stole the sword of her, like, dead son or something. <laughs> then she found out and tried to kill us. So, And we were not supposed to get into this combat mm -mm. at all. Mm -mm. This was not intended. This was complete improv. This... <laughs> she stabbed me. I was super close to dying and we started running. Wow. While we're running, <laughs> while we're running, water. <laughs> for two sets, mercy killing rule goes into effect. He just starts inflict woundsing me over and over again. Over and, and over because... again. And, and we if were... I may interrupt real quick, when this happened, we were running away and we were ahead and would have gotten away if we had not stopped just inside of the gate to this house for Pertuzit to kill Taryn and then also for what happens after Pertuzit tries to kill Taryn. Yeah, we, we oh, should explain that okay. we were we were playing D&D very wrong. Very wrong. We, we, we all thought that Cure Wounds was a cantrip. Yes, I we did. I don't know where we got that from. I don't either. That might have been my fault. <laughs> but basically it was everybody was in rounds of combat and everybody was just healing me repeatedly Except as me. fast as they possibly could while Pertuzit is just doing inflict wounds 
over and over yeah. and over and again. this was this was before we realized spell slots existed too so yes. that's how this went on for no, so long i yeah. played by the spell slot rules i yes. used like four inflict wounds and you guys were like well he's out so we'll keep cure woundsing and i was like if I remember correctly, <laughs> Himiko in this instance actually died two times. Yeah, two or three. From, yes. Well, died as in went into, at what would have been, went into <laughs> death saving throws. Yeah. Which at the time, I don't think we knew existed. We did not so do death saving throws did at not the time. Do but it would have been Himiko went down into death saving throws twice because the inflict wounds reduced her to zero twice. I got a nat 20 yeah. one time. <laughs> yeah. That's true. But miraculously, we all survived and we all got away. Yep. No, we didn't. But we we all died until uh, Levi decided, great yeah. merciful Levi decided to save us with an NPC. Partially with an NPC, <laughs> yeah. which we'll get into that NPC later because that the glorious that can be story during of the Vivia that... story explanation yeah, episode. That, that we'll we'll but, do that later. <laughs> yeah, way later down the line, Shanae was dead, and my character had gotten their alignment shifted from chaotic evil to true neutral, and I did not know what to do with her at this point. So we were just going through, and we got to a point wherever we had to go down into Avernus to go get Jordan's character because she had gone away for college so we had a plot point where she got kidnapped and got sent down to Avernus so we get down there we're just walking through and we get to we get to this point where there is a singular Baylor blocking our path <laughs> oh my god i'd forgotten and about this we we had to get through and we didn't know what to do so what the idea that we came up with was we had to have somebody to use as bait yeah and that somebody happened to be Guess me <laughs> so i start running towards the baylor and running onto a bridge somehow i don't even remember how the baylor dies uh, the I don't know NPC how we that brought you yeah. to Avernus killed it. The yeah, NPC that brought yeah. them to Avernus was a celestial. Yeah, yeah. So the the Baylor dies. We all ran without him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And one of my greatest RP moments, and one of the greatest decisions that I've ever <laughs> made in my infinite wisdom. Imagine having the... no, no, no. For all DMs out there. Imagine having to come up with something to deal with this, especially when you're a new DM and you're like, I have to do something. I can't just have it be a nothing. Yeah, uh, so nowadays, I would have just had it been nothing. But back then, <laughs> I was like, he's doing it. I got to have something happen. So I see the Baylor's corpse, and the Baylor's corpse is burning. So in my infinite wisdom, yeah, it blew up. <laughs> so in my infinite wisdom... I pull out a piece of bread and I decide I'm going to make corpse toast or as it's later known soul toast because this flame is the soul of a Baylor. I cursed the toast guys. I cursed the toast. Yeah. And I ate it and I got cursed and I got a demon tattoo out of that. Yeah. But then <laughs> oh wait there's more <laughs> there, there's there's way more than that we get into the town that we're going to that's in Avernus and I I get banned from the inn that we're staying at I don't remember why the, the soul toast it was because yeah it was the soul toast yeah it was the soul toast but because I had a visible tattoo from <laughs> yep. the, being possessed yeah so we get to the inn that we're going to be staying at and I try to sneak into the inn. <laughs> Somebody throws me out the window and I have to sleep on the street at like half health and I don't get the benefits of a long rest because I'm sleeping on the street. <laughs> so I'm still at half health in the morning. Yeah. Bertuzit's new character Best is move. a fighter and he's what, lawful good, right? I was uh, neutral good. Neutral good. And he, his main thing was that he liked intimidating people and joking yes. around with people. Yeah. So 
whenever we get up in the morning and I look like I'm dying. <laughs> what he thinks is going to be funny is if he throws his hand axe at me and intentionally misses. Yeah, I, I would I would miss. It was, you know, I'm a good skilled fighter. He, he rolls a nat one to throw it. Yep. So it hits me. And then Levi has him roll again to see if if like if it goes wildly off of course and hits somebody else or if it hits me. He rolls a nat 20 on that. <laughs> so it hits me and it crits. I die immediately from a hand axe to the I, face. Yeah! The character that I, doesn't mercy kill did it. <laughs> and I had survived through so much by this point. There had been so much that I had gone through. And oh. that's how Himiko died. And fun fact, this was before we started doing Zoom D&D because this was pre-pandemic. So I wasn't yeah. there. I had gone off to college, which was why my character wasn't there. I wasn't at the session. And I got a text from someone later that I, I don't remember if it was one of you guys or if it was Tara. I don't remember who texted me. All I remember is somebody texting me like, hey, yeah, Taryn made toast and then died again. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, what do you mean? He made toast and then died again. And, and somebody was yeah. like, yeah, no, Taryn's character, Himiko's dead. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was a fun one, though. Himiko lasted yeah. quite a while. When I, I actually yeah, want to say bit. something that mm. I don't think I've ever said. I was disappointed that Himiko died. I wanted her to be Taryn's character and Vivia one that got to the end of the story. I, I, I was disappointed, too. So much. I was as well. I loved playing that character. It was so fun. I missed my miss and killed you. <laughs> I will not live that down. And, the, and also, this this is I'm assuming this is also a byproduct from the fact that we still did not do death saving throws back then. Yeah, no. no, yeah. no if she you died, you died. Yeah. She could have survived. I, I, am, I am determined in Vivia 3 to find a way to revive Himiko. Oh I my god! Save, so badly. Go save Galahad. <laughs> no. Dang. Guys I want... are fighting the BBEG. Guys, she's too strong. We're all too weak. How are we gonna get through this? Behind the you. The Ranger. The Terran team. All dun, of his dun, characters. Dun, dun. <laughs> oh yeah, and I. Sh one more thing about Galahad before we move on to the next character. I should note that he was an arcane trickster rogue as well. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's why I thought you were a sorcerer. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. just a little tidbit. I so, don't remember fully what happened to the next character. I just remember the concept of the character. Uh, that was and it Noah, is right? one of yeah, it was one of the biggest mistakes that I have ever made in designing a character. <laughs> because it's this was my first time playing a warlock. Warlock is one of my favorite classes. Anor was a warlock. Anor was a warlock. Dang. I that, remembered this one. I remembered yeah, this one. That did not have vocal cords. Nope. So she couldn't talk. Nope. And I had specifically designed a cantrip with Levi so that I could yep. teach other people sign language. It still was bad because yeah. I couldn't talk to people. I would have to go and touch people to talk to people. And even then, I can't shout and or anything to alert people. In hindsight, also, even though you were a warlock, any spells with verbal components you wouldn't have been able to cast. Yes. Oh, God, yeah. I didn't even think about yeah. that. We I'm lucky that we didn't do that role. Yeah. 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 But I, I don't even remember how she died. I just remember that playing that character was awful. I don't. How did she die? I don't remember. It wasn't one of the fire people. Mm -mm. Um, it was a dragon fight, I think. It was the mind flayer dragon fight. What? No, no. Whenever, whenever we went to that mountain and there were mind flayers. Yeah. There was also a dragon oh. there at some point. Yep. I yeah, remember I know the what mind you're flayers. Talking about now. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Is that where she died? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Because when we went and talked to the big dragon, the head honcho dragon, that's when Terran's new character appeared. Yeah. That's, I, remember, uh, so I know it was, why it was It was so... before that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was when we fought the one that we actually fought. Okay. I, I think I know why it was so confusing because we had another character that was introduced that session that was there for half of a session yes. and then was retired immediately 
because yeah. it was decided that he was not a viable character and so yeah. that was yeah. the same ep- that was the same episode then, that was the same revolving session, door so turn and then that was a nor the worst character experience that i've ever had that's a nor yeah. um, <laughs> and then Artorius was the last character that I had in Vivian 1. I barely remember anything about Guys, this character other than for it the, was a for the Wait, wait, Taren, wait, wait, Taren, before you say anything. I don't think we should tell them who it was based off of. I they'll think never know. Wow. They'll never know wow. who the character <laughs> Artorius was based off of. I no, think we should leave that know. part a secret. I genuinely Artorias. don't know who the character was based off of. <laughs> don't tell her. Don't tell her. Yeah. <laughs> So and this this character is one of the reasons, one of the many reasons why we do not use homebrew classes and yep. homebrew subclasses. <laughs> we trialed of- by fire everything, and eventually we figured out what we were allowed to not use. <laughs> yeah. Because this character was a homebrew class, not subclass class. <laughs> It was, I think, the title was Beastmaster. I don't remember. That sounds it right. It was poorly designed. It didn't make sense. I just liked it for the flavor. Because so, Seif, you had Seif. Yeah, yeah, I had a dog with me. This one didn't die. This is my character that made it to the end. Yeah. That had no connections with anybody because he was there for two sessions. All right. So it, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. Terran in the first campaign in summary. I got to be honest. Yeah, I wish Himiko would have made it to the end, but. <laughs> I do too. I love that character. Wait, was um, Artorius based on Fate? No. no. I've never watched Fate. What do you okay. mean? Well, that's why I was confused because I'm I was the like, one who does the Fate. Stuff. I okay. know. That's why I was confused. Uh, some people are genuinely not going to know. So. Artorius is a very famous character from the Souls trilogy, for those of you that don't know the Dark Souls games. Um, (laughs) It's a uh, very well-known character uh, that had their own DLC in Dark Souls 1, the first Dark Souls game. There was an entire DLC based off of them, and they were the final boss of the DLC. Not the final. That was Manus. Oh, I didn't realize Manus was from that DLC. Yeah. So yeah, when... Okay. Himiko, we all knew what Himiko... Well, at least Levi and I definitely knew what Himiko was from. Yep. I did. Uh, when you heard that name, Levi, tell me, did you, did a wave of cringe wash over you? <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I remember. I, in hindsight, I wish that I didn't base her off of anything. I wish that I just did that character. Concept. I remember that cool. when Taram was like, I'm going to make it. Uh, what's it? Is her first name? Is Himiko her first name or is Himiko her last I name? Don't I don't remember. remember. <laughs> it, I've not it watched to- my Is it Tosaka? Is that her Toga. 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 Toga is her Yeah, other. that's so, it. Himiko Toga. Uh, I remember when he was like, I'm going to have my character be Toga Himiko. I was like, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We all do that, though. We all go through a phase of doing something like that. Like, I had dang Sinead. <laughs> but yeah, Himiko was very fun as you played her. Uh, yes. I love the dynamic that our characters had. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> it lasted. Well, it didn't last. you guys? Didn't you guys go like kill a prostitute together? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, they did. <laughs> if only yo, if Himiko was just a bit earlier though, she probably would have helped me abduct that child that one time. Yeah. Yes, no, instead, have. I was the one that helped you abduct that child that one time. And not good enough because we didn't get her. I tried. Okay. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, but that's that's Vivia one. That's Vivia two. Vivia. <laughs> Do you very briefly want to go over your sci-fi character? Oh no. God! Are we acknowledging that one? I I think that we should save. It's not canon, the but sci-fi. it's still something we did. Oh, let's I, save I, I think that we should save whole. sci-fi. Okay, okay. Whole... We'll save that. That's because... an entire episode. That's an entire <laughs> yeah. episode. It deserves yeah. it. <laughs> the... <laughs> so, Vivia 2. <laughs> Vivia 2. We yeah. have rules now. We have, we we have rules. rules. We, bought all, rules. we bought the rule books, all of them. I own we, every rule book actually, on D&D Beyond. We actually know how to play D&D now. Mm-hmm. I decide that I am going to play 
a goblin artificer. Half goblin. Half, Half goblin. goblin artificer. But the race named, was goblin. Yeah, yeah. But named Neb. <laughs> <laughs> poor Neb. Poor, poor Neb. I tried so hard, Taryn. I tried so I, hard. I, I didn't. I Let the man explain Neb. So, so Neb is my shortest character because she lasted for one and a half sessions. <laughs> and this was the beginning of the campaign. Where we knew how to play by the rules. Where we knew how to play by the rules. So it's an artificer. At low levels, artificers are not that great in combat. Nope. So we get to this town that's infested by goblins. So we have to take out all these goblins. We end up clearing the town out and the goblins retreat into the mountains. So we decide to go into the mountains and infiltrate their little hideout. We go into the hideout, and my character is goblin artificer that's also supposed to be a detective. <laughs> they supposed decide, yeah, the, I decided that she was going to go investigate around the compound and see what we could find. Ahead of everyone else. Yes, ahead of everybody else, because nimble, quick goblin. At level two. At level two. We were at level two at this point. I find this button. <laughs> I push the button. Let me, let me just I... preface this with. Let me just preface this with. This room that Neb found the button in had multiple goblins and hobgoblins and one bugbear in it before she came in. And then they all left the room because... The rest of the party had entered the complex, like two rooms behind her, and there were like two entrances to the room they were in, and they had gotten alerted, and they were like, oh, we're going to go see what's going on at the main entrance. So this was very clearly like a room that was well under the enemy, quote unquote, control. They, this yeah. room was under their lock and key, pretty much. Yeah, so I find a button, and being curious little goblin i pushed the button turns out that button was a silent alarm <laughs> so a bunch of bricks started glowing so i started following the bricks to see what they would lead to i get into a tunnel and there's five bugbears that are heavily armored that just beat me to death yeah. <laughs> and then they threw... stopped the best part was that they threw her dead body over a waterfall yeah. They, he he <laughs> that's the thing is if the party, all of them together, would have came into this room, they would have watched like one of the hobgoblins push this, and it would have very obviously been like an alarm because afterwards multiple bugbears would have came upstairs and they would have had to fight them. Mm -hmm. But no, no. Yeah, no, no. I think yeah. I think perhaps the best part of that incident was like we had cleared the combat with the room and then uh, Neb was with us and we were moving through the dungeon after the button had been pressed and we were moving along the tunnel and Neb goes down while we're investigating a room that has multiple exits. Neb just goes down one of the tunnels and we're all like, okay, okay, you know, maybe she'll find something, maybe she'll come get us and starts dying to the heavily armored bugbears down the way. Yeah, that's like, like 40 feet downstairs from where they are. Neb, that's the thing too. Do you want to explain that? You could have retreated, Taryn. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I want I want you to tell the audience what you did when the bugbears <laughs> got to you. So the, the you glowing did not bricks. As an artificer at level two, you have artificer infusion. So what I decided I was going to do was grab one of the bricks that's glowing, <laughs> yank it out of the wall, and make it a returning weapon. So what I decided I was going to do was stand at the top of the stairs and just chuck a brick repeatedly at a bunch of bugbears. It did not end well. Who advanced to where she well. was in one turn and beat her to death. They curb stomped yes. her. With yeah. their mauls. Yeah. Never Died very quickly. <laughs> Yeah, that, and, that was a good character. <laughs> and, and let us acknowledge that this is technically the second death of Neb, because again, by the good grace of Levi, Neb did not die in the first session of Vivia 2, as intended. 
Yeah, by rules, Neb probably would have died there. Neb should have died there because there was definitely not time to cast Spare the Dying. But Levi decided since it was the first session that Neb was not going to die and I was allowed to bring her back. That's Mm -hmm. a lot to say about Neb, mostly because it was a spectacular early death. It was so remarkable. We have to know every detail because otherwise people wouldn't believe it happened. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But next, Taryn. Victoria, my monk. Pertuzzo, what was your character's name? Victor. I had this character concept before the campaign started. Yeah, well, so mine lived. <laughs> so, Victoria was a monk. And I decided that our party didn't have a healer at this point. Excuse you? Well, no, we actually didn't have a healer because you weren't playing a cleric yet. And I, I had switched by that point. No, you hadn't. <laughs> you actually had. hadn't. Because Jordan started off playing a custom class. It was a homebrew class. Again, was, we, we hadn't gotten to the point where we, we had banned those yet. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, so I was playing Victoria, who was a monk, and it was the new Unearthed Arcana subclass for monk called the way of mercy which is one of the worst things that i've ever played in my life it is i mean it's it's better now because of the official version the unearthed arcana version was just bad it was just not good but she lasted longer than neb she she lasted for a good bit until she didn't oh now this one this one the impetus is on levi this is a fun one Hold on, no, no, this oh one was God. still on Taryn. This one was still No, Taryn's it wasn't because Simonius it... lived. Okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> Taryn, you tell us what happened from your perspective. Okay, okay. So the big bad guy in our campaign, or what we thought was the big bad guy in our campaign, was this thing called Eoch, Incarnate of Chaos. She had befriended the party at one point, and we had become friendly with her. Also, for context, out of everybody in the party, I had the least amount of wealth. I had the least amount of magic items. That is not I, true. I had, no, we that were is tied. true. We were tied. <laughs> no, you had more than I did. I had two because Just I had. Continue the story. Yeah, continue. Yeah, All I had was boots that gave me like a plus one to initiative rolls and an immovable rod. We get to this point wherever Eok tells us, unless you give up some of your magic items, like one or two of your magic items for everybody in the party, I'm just going to kill you. I say no, because I have two and everybody else in the party has like 15. (laughs) So she just, she just, power word kills me because I'm a level 6 monk that only has 30 HP. Yeah. So so I die and then another character says no to her and she just lets him go. <laughs> there was be- another character that said no to her that just got their gender swap. That is also yes. true. <laughs> yeah. that, is, that is also but true. No, I say no because I don't have anything and I die. Well, okay. to be fair, Simonius and Eoch were buddies, so... <laughs> so, yeah, here's my side of the story as the DM. We, again, this was very... This was, like... I would say this was still considerably early in my DMing career. I would yeah. say this was close to the tipping point of where I would have... I was still probably considered amateur at this point. And I gave the party way too many magical items, not evenly distributed. I will, I will say this was very much my own fault. This was my fault as DM. I had given the party way too many magical items and they were not evenly distributed amongst the party either. So I was like, oh, I got to I got to get rid of some of their magical items. I got to get rid of them somehow. How do I do it? And so I was like, I'll just have the BBEG show up and say, give me your strongest magical item that you have on your person or I will do something to you. It wasn't it wasn't explicit that she would have killed you. It was she would do something pretty bad to you. Killing was one of them. Mm -hmm. So the main thing I was trying to get out of this was 
the bard in the party, which is TJ. We've mentioned TJ a couple times before. Yeah. He was playing a elf, elven <laughs> valor bard who I had given, I don't remember what, but it was one of the belts of giant strength. Yeah, it it yeah. was, and I think, cloud. Anyone who knows what the belt of giant strength are, that's ridiculous. The hill giant, belt of hill giant strength, which is the weakest one, mm-hmm. is, a spec- is a spectacular magical item. It's great. It's wonderful. It sets your strength to 21. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, oh, crap. They're level six. He shouldn't have that. Why did I give him that? I got to get rid of that. So this, that was, this was the main purpose of this entire event was to get that off of him. I could have done a multitude of things differently in retrospect, but I didn't. And this is what we ended up with. Yes. So the BBG. Well, thank you, Levi, for caring, telling this character, though. So. Oh, wait. Let me, let me give you a little bit more uh, explanation. The BBEG demands a magic item from each of them. Fenral gives his belt, which I honestly really didn't expect him to do. Uh, oh, he didn't do it without place. a fight. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, right. I remember now. But once he knew that, like, he was outmatched, he did still give it over. Yeah, like, which you is... killed him, and he used one of the deck cards to reverse time. And which then that's was like, the okay. thing. He, he was the first one. So you would think, logically, after having seen that happen, <laughs> one would one would wish to preserve their character before a magical item. Um, no. But Terran did not pick that option, and so his character died and did not have the... What card was it that he had? Like the Fae? The whatever card it is from the deck of many things that lets you undo one thing that has happened. Didn't have that card, so yours was done and permanent. I could argue, although at the time I was, this was not the intention at all, so I really shouldn't argue, but I could argue that Eoc letting Simonius and Victor live was just part of her being a god of chaos and being like, haha, funny, these ones don't get to die, haha, stupid. Bazinga. Uh, yeah, Bazinga. <laughs> I could argue that that logically unlogically makes sense for her character but i'm not going to because at the time i wasn't even thinking of it that way (laughs) i'm just gonna i'm just gonna straight up admit that this was just bad uh bad dming as me uh it was bad it was a bad really big party moment though (laughs) yeah Yeah. allowed for the next character thank you for killing that character levi because it led to the greatest character that i've ever played <laughs> now true. now turn it, i need you to highlight the first classes that you had because i think that's still really funny and I, then you're back oh my god this character went through <laughs> in campaign three different classes and and levi let me do it thank yep, you i let him do it i let him do it because originally the concept for this character was it is for context the character that Pertuzit was playing was an orphan killer. Yes. He was a rogue that grew up in an orphanage and killed people at the orphanage thinking that he was saving them. The concept that I had for this character was one of those kids that he had killed <laughs> who got brought back to life because she had held such a strong vengeance against him. And the entire concept that I had for this character was her growing to accept the fact that he's not an awful person anymore and actually becoming friends with them. So I created a custom subclass for Warlock that was packed of the ethereal wherever it was a god brings you back to life and you have to have something to tether you to the mortal plane so you can do cool stuff like being able to use blink mm-hmm. at will uh, and like having ha- with charges not yeah. just infinitely mm-hmm. so the original concept was this was going to be a multi-class warlock and arcane archer fighter <laughs> because i had a mechanic in that subclass wherever you could do extra damage after coming out of a blink this did not work that lasted <laughs> for a session so what ended up happening was I talked to Levi and we rearranged my classes so it was just 100% Warlock. The subclass was not working out. It, it was just not good because I, I hadn't playtested it. I've not, I hadn't looked into anything yet. Mm-hmm. So what we decided was going to happen 
was well also for context for this we had gotten to a point in our story wherever we were in a town that was under siege the this, this town was like getting destroyed it was a giant city and there were a bunch of demons coming to it i decide because i had just gotten my seventh level magic that i am going to use plane shift to go try to find something for insurance in case something bad happens so during this session everybody else is off doing stuff and basically the entire session until the end with my stuff was me sitting there just researching so what i did was just look through different planes of existence and see what i could try I find that there is a, the temporal plane, which is something that has like the least amount of notes that I've ever seen on anything from any D&D world. <laughs> so I tell Levi, I'm going to go to the temporal plane and I'm going to see what they can do there. You should have seen the look on my fucking face. Oh, that was an F-bomb. <laughs> <laughs> this is PG 13. That's why we have the mature content warning. You yeah. should have seen the look on my face, though. I, oh, oh. And this is one of the greatest decisions that I've ever made in my entire life, in or outside of the game. This is, and this changed the course of the entire campaign as well. So I go to the temporal plane and I spend the last half of the session just doing stuff in there seeing what i can figure out and i eventually figure out how to do time travel i can't do it consistently yet though so i start doing more research into that later on my warlock patron sees that i'm not killing victor so he (laughs) comes and uh you know takes my soul (laughs) and i'm just laying there dead in the field until this guy that I train in the future comes from the future and gives me a spell book. So I'm now a chronergy wizard. Ta-da! And the spell book worked in the same way that the uh, original warlock subclass worked, which was it was considered the item which was tethering yes. Shiro to the material plane. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, and in that, Levi, to make it fair for me having an entire class change, has it so I can read a chapter of the book every long rest, and each chapter that I read gives me a level. So I start off as a level zero commoner, <laughs> and I have yeah. to spend 13 long rests to get back up to the rest of the party. And throughout this, he throws a dragon fight at us while I'm level <laughs> Hey, you're the one who changed your class. That's true. Yeah, dummy. No. And, and in this dragon fight, Terran lost all of his extremities. It was no, funny. Was I had to go one. pick him up. That was that a was, later one. That was the other one, Jordan. That was the, the other, other one. one. Oh, this yeah. Was, this was a purple dragon, and this one is also important because this is where I started getting dragon armor. But oh, yeah. Was that the one later. that ate you? No, that no, was the core. That was, sto- the, that was the star spawn the... emissary. There are so yeah. many bad things that happened to you, man. I can't keep yeah, them but straight. This this character is the one that got to the end of the campaign. She okay. lived for so long. She yeah. had a lot of times yeah. where she almost died, though. You're welcome. Now, before we start recapping everything that happened in the campaign, Taryn, go ahead and tell us uh, the fate that happened to this Shiro. What what oh. happened with her? So we get to the end of the campaign. And Levi had told me, through my research, I have figured out that me going into the temporal plane and using magic to go through there saps my life force. So I start trying to think of ways to extend my lifespan so I don't die super, super early. (laughs) One of the ways that we had discussed but weren't actually going to do was a 10th level spell that just extends the lifespan of the user. Because I had done research into this, and I, 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 at this point, at the end of the campaign in our epilogue, I made a floating city with and made a mage's college. Level 20 wizard. Yeah, level 20 wizard. I made a floating city 
the people in my mage's college and also with Fortuzit's character's help uh, <laughs> decide that they're going to have a coup because I'm dangerous because I was going to uh, make a cult to uh, give myself more life force, which I wasn't going to do, but I had thought about it. <laughs> so they take away all of my wizard levels. So I have to go and just go into retirement super early. And I die at like the age of 40. But in the meantime, and this is something coming in our next campaign, our party had inherited a castle from, I think, the deck of many things. Yeah. Yep. Shiro moves to that castle, and she had gone through the Tomb of Annihilation before, saw that, and said, hmm, that would be funny. So Shiro's Tomb of Funnies is in the castle, and it is going to be a dungeon in Vivia 3. Hopefully, if I can finish it. Along with Shiro's spa and resort. Yes, but it's not death traps. It's just funny. <laughs> so thus concludes the story of Terran's characters throughout Vivia. I know we've had a bit of a long one. We'll try and we'll, we'll quickly hit the Olympus characters. Mm. Uh, <laughs> There's not too much to talk about with that. Yeah, they, nah. they didn't have anything nearly as extreme happen with them as what would happen with Neb <laughs> and Galahad. God. <laughs> but we got to start at the beginning. So yeah. let's talk about Erebus. Uh, Erebus. <laughs> Erebus, yeah. <laughs> Planned yeah, obsolescence. But, yeah, literally. What was, what was going on in your head, Taryn, when you decided, you, you knew it was a Greek campaign. You knew that I was DMing it. This is my first major one aside <laughs> from the one. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, it was fun. <laughs> so you decided... You're going to come up with a character named Erebus. How did this come about? Yeah. So I, I just found the name Erebus online. Thought it sounded cool. Eventually we get to the point wherever this character starts getting boring to play. I start hating it a lot. Because, <laughs> yeah, it, I was also playing a blood hunter, which is not <laughs> fun. But, so I talked to Pertuzin about possibly, possibly killing off this character or having him retire. So we come up with a way to do that. So I start getting like sleep paralysis demons during long rests and stop getting the benefits of long rests. I I just start dying slowly. <laughs> he just starts giving me levels of exhaustion. And then on the final one, wherever my movement speed is reduced to zero, we get into a place wherever I think it was what my godfather yeah <laughs> yeah my godfather says he wants to challenge me to a duel so i'm sitting there in an arena in a gladiator style arena with a man that has this big <laughs> big ball and chain and he just murders me because yeah. i have zero movement speed so that's how erebus died <laughs> yeah the whole thing that i did with all that was um, Oteran wanted his character to die. So I was like, I'm going to come up with a cool, fun way to do it. Uh, and I was like, Erebus is also the name of the Greek primordial entity of darkness and night. It'd be pretty funny if he started getting haunted by that. <laughs> so he died both of exhaustion and then his godfather killing him. And now yeah. I have the weapon that killed Erebus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's good. It's good. I like it. And then Iris... Iris is a fun character. I'm liking playing Iris. She's current character, although <laughs> uh, I liked part Iris. of her died. She's still alive, but I hate yeah. Iris. <laughs> yeah, well, thanks. Yeah. So my the the entire thing with Iris was she was a modified Kalashtar. Kalashtar mm -hmm. usually are like hybrid people with spirits and normal people. So what I did was her share a name with the goddess Iris. So they were like, same same thing, kind of. So it was like, she could mentally contact the god Iris. Iris just died recently. Yeah, like that was goddess. last session. <laughs> I'm still figuring out what to do about that. Oh, you'll I've figure it out. I've got some ideas. <laughs> yeah, Iris has been pretty fun. Oh, what class is Iris? Oh, I'll monk. Yeah. The good monk, because I'm playing Drunken Master and not a bad <laughs> subclass. 
second <laughs> shot at a monk. We'll see how it goes. And then what's your next character going to be? I need to know by next session. No, no, I'm kidding. No, no, no. I have a Goliath cleric lined up for it. <laughs> I do. No, we should save that for another time. Yeah, we've been going on quite a while. The stillness of Terran's mind. Oh, the stillness of Terran. We, we have, have to do that to. real quick. We yeah. have to. Okay. All right. I'm going to tell this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This will be the last thing we do. Yeah. So you all, uh, those of you listening, you got it. We brought Turn on, as you heard. He said he's had some tremendous bad luck, uh, either from my dice, from the DM dice, whoever that is at the time, or from Terran's own dice, or just in his decision making. But yep. it's hilarious. We had to share with you how this stuff has gone down. The, this is the greatest <laughs> round of combat that I have ever taken in my entire life. We just had a recent combat. It's a couple sessions ago. They were fighting a single zombie that had some special abilities. It, it only had like 120 HP, and they're, they're a party of uh, five level 10 people. Easy wipe with just a few abilities that it had. Well, <laughs> it had one feature where when it jumped in front of someone, it would frighten them if they failed a whiz save. Terran's character, Iris, had failed the whiz save, but he was a 10th level monk. And at the time, he was also flanking someone. We play with the flanking rule. So he could have had, he would have had disadvantage to hit him, but he would have had advantage from being flanking, would have been a straight roll. But Terran decides he's going to try to run into Levi's character, Zamda's aura, to attempt to end it. As far as we I'm know, a paladin. Yeah, the auras don't just end it, it's only to no, prevent it. It prevents so it. He runs over there, still frightened. Now he can't run back. Ending decides, the flanking. Yeah and decides to throw three ranged weapons that he's not that great at, he's never done, they all miss, and then after all that, he points to me and he says, Pertuzit, looks at his phone. Stillness of mind feature. A monk as an action can end the frightened or charmed condition. He didn't have to do any of it! <laughs> and so we dubbed that, the stillness of Terran's mind. That's what that is. <laughs> the thing is, is that I thought... I didn't read the frightened condition whenever I was told that I had it. I thought it was the same as the fear spell, wherever you have to move away from the from the person giving you fear. No. I didn't read it. Oopsie. That's on me. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. It was really funny, and it's going to live on as an infinite legacy, Taryn. The worst thing yes. he's ever done. <laughs> the best I thing. I think best. You know, <laughs> Okay. But we thank you for coming on, Taryn. We'll probably have you on a few more times. But we got all your stuff out the way. Who knows? We might even, I don't know, probably won't chop this up. But this is good. As, uh, everyone at home, you finally got to hear what the heck happened to this guy. It's crazy. <laughs> yep. And there are even more anecdotes of times that he almost died but didn't die. And it was horrible oh, and gruesome and terrible. Those are great. And one day we got to tell you what happened with TJ. He's like the inverse. He's got the best luck. True. <laughs> Pretty much. True. I'm hoping it turns around for Vivia 3. <laughs> It would be no, funny. You can't kill Odin. <laughs> this is called foreshadowing. Yeah. <laughs> I think that about sums up. Uh, we had another idea of topic if we ran out of time, but shoot, it's been a while. We'll cover that next time. Maybe still with Darren anyway. No. He's no. never invited back again. I don't want him back here ever again. You guys All... said once was enough. <laughs> All I can say is I think it's finally time we got him on this pad podcast because he pad completely... Cost. Pad cost. Pad cost. Uh, he embodies what we stand for. Nat one, yes. Taryn. Yes. You are the king of nat ones. Yes. <laughs> this is true. He's the king of nope. And nope. we made it through without Taryn making the noise a single time. Yeah, he didn't even do it once. <laughs> God dang it. Hi, this is Jordan from Nat One Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode you just listened to. And we hope that you come back for more soon. If you'd like to keep up with the zany shenanigans of our lives and the different things that we do, you can find us on Twitter, TikTok, Spotify, YouTube, CastBox, and Anchor. We look forward to seeing you again soon. And hey, thanks. Thanks.